Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Let's talk running back sleepers heading into 2022. And before you get all upset when I say that a second-round player can be a sleeper, a third-round player, a middle-round player, before you go, Smitty, you can't call a second-rounder a sleeper. Yes, I can, and I just did, and I will, and I'll continue to. Because in my world at thefantasyfootballshow.com, and I build all my content around bull predictions and sleeper breakout candidates. In my world, a sleeper is defined by the the tag you put in front of it. Deep sleeper. Second round sleeper. Middle round sleeper. Deep, deep sleeper. It doesn't matter. As long as you identify what kind of sleeper you're talking about, a player being slept on, you just have to clarify it's an early round sleeper, a second round sleeper. In my world, we do it. You don't have to like it, but you should. We're talking running back sleepers across the board second round down to deep deep double digit range tony pollard tyler algier we're talking about guys like that right now the fantasy football show it begins right now this is the fantasy football show with your host smitty take a lap let's begin with tony pollard because Tony Pollard could be a top 6-10 to 10 running back in fantasy football 2022. He really can be. Going in like the 85-95 to 95 range, there's nothing but upside. In fact, the risk is all completely, completely baked in. There are very few running backs that I like more than Tony Pollard in that, that deep, deep, like... 28 to 35 running back territory where there's no risk at all. It's baked in. Somehow people believe that Elliott has more value than Pollard in 2022. Maybe early on that will be the case, but I, I ventured to say that by midseason, week seven, week eight, somewhere around that range, we will be seeing an equal divide in carries in a worst case scenario for Tony Pollard believers. Zeke Elliott has near 1,700 total rushing attempts to his name. Zeke Elliott clearly is showing decline when you watch the film. If you owned him last year, you know he started off kind of strong, did really well. We liked him at the beginning of the year, but he started to fall apart. He started to slow down, and there's definite signs that that will continue given the workload, how old he is, how good Tony Pollard is, and how good he looks when he comes in the game to spell Elliott. And when you spell a player and do better than said player, you typically grab more and more and more workload. Tony Pollard can average over five yards per carry in this Dallas offense. He's electric. Yards per carry, yards after contact. This guy could be a top six to ten across the board in all those categories if he's getting volume. Is there a chance Zeke Elliott doesn't go away or doesn't go away very easily and he kind of lingers all year and Tony Pollard never really gets a full unlocked workload yeah and that's why he falls into the 85 to 95 overall value range people the risk is completely baked in there are very few players i am more excited about than mr tony pollard and i beg you when you get near that eight to nine round range 
and you don't like a lot of the players you're staring at. You don't really care about that wide receiver four. You're trying to convince yourself to grab a running back crowded inside a running back by committee, but one that feels like he's the lead dog in the committee. I implore you to grab Tony Pollard because he can be a solid contributor even if getting in a worst case scenario half the workload halfway through the year. If he climbed in value, let's say Zeke got hurt in the next couple weeks and then Pollard started getting all the run with the ones, he might climb to like five or six round value. He definitely could. If news broke in any way that catered to this man being a starter in 2022 or maybe looking down the 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 road where you can see it the potential starting job he's going to climb multiple rounds double in value that's why it's important in best ball and you can go play best ball right here by going to the fantasyfootballshow.com click on the underdog banner that i got at the top heading of my site it's linked to promo code smitty use promo code smitty if you don't click on the link and in best ball you can take advantage of tony pollard falling to this like nine even sometimes 10 round range in best ball sometimes best ball adps are a little different in the case of tony pollard it's probably going to be a good kind of different tony pollard can win you a league tony pollard can't hurt you from 9 10 he can't hurt you he can't hurt you he can only help you he can only be a good bye week filler if you get desperate at running back and you need somebody to get you seven points you can throw him in this is your worst case scenario and he's priced right at that worst case scenario type of value it wins leagues there are no running backs in the eight nine ten round ranges other than maybe madison maybe aj Dillon. we'll talk about those guys in a second that possibly hold bigger upside bigger swing potential bigger home run potential than tony pollard you have no excuse not to take him in the 85 to 95 overall value range in 2022 fantasy football drafts best ball dynasty redraft doesn't matter dynasty he'll cost a little bit more but not that much more because there's no real certainty around his future and even i feel that way like i don't know that he's got like this grip on the future job in dallas i like him more in redraft than i do dynasty i still attack him in dynasty but i'm more about the next Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Now value for Pollard. And if he does get the job and explodes, he'll probably start the next year. Again, there is a chance Zeke Elliott still has a little bit left in the tank more than I expect. It's possible. And in a very late running back two strategy, if Zeke Elliott fell, and I don't think he will because people are grabbing him in like the third and fourth round, which is ridiculously high. If for any reason he fell into a deeper area of your draft you could cuff the two together and have a pretty good running back too but given where zeke elliott's going on average i'd rather take a different player i'd rather take a dk metcalf in round four uh, a kenneth walker in round five or six a jalen waddle in round four give me all of those players a joe burrow in round four five preferably top of five and then take pollard and have both of those guys the best of both worlds versus having elliott and tony pollard pollard all day pollard to the moon let's go get on your horse tony pollard please report to the moon
This next guy, I absolutely love. Tyler Algier in Atlanta. Rookie running back. Dude's at a BYU. 5'11", about 220. Big boy. This is a, a prototypical build for a running back. This is like the the Ronnie Browns and the Arian Foster type frame. Bruiser between the tackles. He's got speed. I think he can develop to become a three down back. They'll definitely use Cordero Patterson a lot near the goal line and in terms of receiving the football. But they want to reportedly, the Falcons, move Cordero back to a more traditional wide receiver role. Why do they want to do that, do you think? Because they might like this kid, Tyler Algier. They cut Mike Davis. The backfield's wide open with a plan of attack to actually move Cordero back to a wide receiver role. Now, if Tyler Algier gets the first and second down work, because again, it it appears they want to do that, the Falcons are opening the door to this idea. It's all up to him at that point. If he delivers, if he comes out and becomes the player they believe he is, and I do believe they believe in him, I believe in him, they believe in him, you need to believe in him, because the dude has the ability between the tackles to be that huge workhorse traditional type running back and he costs you absolutely nothing in dynasty he goes in the third round in rookie only drafts and i take him in the second round because i don't care and in redraft he's like running back 50 running back 50 to 55 he goes about 160 to 170 overall are you kidding me that means a lot of you probably don't even draft him if your rosters are kind of small or medium sized you won't even get to tyler algier in your drop down list you'll never even see him when a league running back costs you nothing he can be your last running back on your bench but he can win you a league if he gets in there tyler algier you are smitty approved good buddy i'm not going to touch on this one very long because a a lot of these you can't call a big name player a sleeper smitty you just can't do it smitty those people are going to get mad at me but Javante Williams is a big name sleeper. Javante Williams is a second round hiding monster. A guy that's going to drop, in my opinion, a top three running back season on all of you that keep getting all scared about Melvin Gordon. The phantom fear of Melvin Gordon. Melvin Gordon is Naheem Hines from last year. Naheem Hines is Melvin Gordon this year. Finkel is Einhorn. Einhorn is Finkel. I don't want to hear that Naheem Hines and Melvin Gordon are different. I don't care if they have a different kind of role. People were scared to draft Jonathan Taylor above 9 or 10 overall last year, and he often fell to 15 or 18. The exact range Javante's falling in, and Javante too was a top 5 pick to most people before Melvin Gordon re-signed. This all makes him a sleeper breakout candidate from the second round. You draft Javante anywhere in round 2. 2.1, if you got the the 12th pick, draft him at 2.1. Anywhere in the second round, you have the 10th pick, draft him at 15. Anywhere in round 2, he can win you a league. He can win you a league at nine. Anywhere in round two, you are baking in so much value. Javante. To the moon. To the moon. Javante Williams, please report to the moon. Of course. Javante, you know you are Smitty approved. I know calling Javante a sleeper is going to irk so many people. And And the people won't be able to understand my explanation. They won't be able to accept my explanation. They're just going to get mad. Watch, watch. It's kind of fun. Kenneth Walker, Kenneth Walker. To 
the moon. To the moon. What more can I say that I haven't said already? But Smitty, Kenny Walker didn't catch passes in college. That means he can't be good at PPR. This irks me more than anything, but it also makes me excited because I know we're going to get Kenny Walker at a screaming steal all offseason long because people can't look past a stat sheet or what other people continue to regurgitate. Kenny Walker has every tool that you want in a running back to become not just a good PPR back, but the best PPR back. He's number one in elusiveness in all of college football for every running back that came out last year or this year. Number one, elusive rated running back, according to Pro Football Focus. Number two in yardage. Number one in forced missed tackles. This man is an open space magician. He navigates to open spaces across the field like Forrest Gump running one direction, completely turning and making an an L-shaped run, then running back the other direction. This guy's like Forrest Gump on the field. He finds open spaces everywhere he turns. He He gets pulled toward it like a magnet. That is what you want in a PPR back. You want your PPR back to be able to catch the football. He proved he has the hands at the combine. If you can't see that he has the hands, I can't help you. He can pull in the football. Proven at the combine. Accept it. Use your eyeballs. If you don't believe me, go watch film on him catching the football. He can catch fine. They didn't throw it to him. He was a little busy, racking up 150 to 200 yards on the ground a game, getting two and three and four touchdown games. He was a little busy to do your little PPR experiment when they didn't want him to catch footballs in college for whatever reason. They didn't want it. They didn't do it. They didn't exploit it. Doesn't mean he can't catch the football. Zeke Elliott came out of college without catching the football, and people were alarmed. They said Zeke won't be able to pull in the football. He won't be a PPR guy. Zeke was a PPR guy because if you used your eyeballs and your boy Smitty talked about it, you could tell he could catch the football just fine. He had all the attributes that would make a good PPR back. He just didn't get utilized. Kenneth Walker is the exact 100% replica of Elliott coming out of college in terms of the PPR stuff. With their top three draft selections, they drafted two offensive linemen, And Kenneth Walker, they want to run the football. I'm not scared of Rashad Penny. Penny's had a lot of time to impress us, and he hasn't. He's had a lot of time to prove he can stay healthy. He hasn't. I'm not scared of Penny. Penny's had trouble staying healthy. Both backs have been banged up, to be fair, right now, early on. But I'm not worried about either one, Penny's injury or Kenneth Walker's hamstring injury. Neither concern me yet, but what I do know is Penny has had a lot of time to prove himself. He's on a one-year deal, and the team just invested in Kenny Walker. This whole notion that teams are going to continue to use their other backs, like the Melvin Gordon, Javante Williams thing, it's scaring people into thinking that coaches don't know where the talent lies. In the case of Javante, you got Russell Wilson, a championship caliber team and people think they still don't want to use their best running back just wait get your popcorn ready and wait same thing with kenny walker and maybe in in week one him and penny split time maybe penny when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. 
to get 60% of the work in week one, two, and maybe even three. Maybe it takes until week four or five or six before Walker's getting 80%, 75% of the work. I'm fine with that. It prevents him from hitting a rookie wall. I'm okay with this. Kenny Walker will be unleashed at some point during the season, the early part of the season, if not in week one. Maybe Penny's not even healthy in week one. Kenny Walker falls to round six, seven, and eight. I have people that DM me on the daily or email me or leave me a text message on my text line which you can get at thefantasyfootballshow.com when they say Smitty I got Kenneth Walker at, at round 8 hey Smitty I got Kenny Walker around 9 hey Smitty Kenny Walker's falling to 7 or 8 why are you taking him in round 6 all the time honestly I don't know I'm impatient every time I try and wait past round 6 I can't I just scoop him up in round 6 and maybe I need to take a lap because I'm not maximizing value. I'm doing exactly what I tell you not to do, which is reach on a player when you don't need to. But you know what? Kenny Walker is well worth a six-round pick. It's well worth, in my opinion, the reason I do reach, grabbing Kenny Walker in round six to avoid somebody else that knows what's going on from scooping him up in round six, and then I think I can wait an extra round. What's, What's a round? I don't care. When he can be a top five to ten running back and i truly believe kenny walker can be a top five to ten running back why why risk it the difference between a sixth and a seventh rounder i don't care i don't care what value i could lose there when this player can be a top five to ten running back that's a very very insignificant reach to me and i'll reach every single time you won't find me allowing kenny walker in any draft i don't care if his adp is seven to eight you won't find me passing on Kenny Walker around six ever. Now, don't take him in four because I, I'm calling him a top five to 10 running back and you come back and you say, Smitty, I did exactly what you said. I took Kenneth Walker in round three. You better be right or you're gonna pay. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying take Kenneth Walker in round six. Later, if you wanna toy around with it and in best ball, if you go to thefantasyfootballshow.com, click on the underdog banner or use promo code SMITTY, the underdog banner on thefantasyfootballshow.com is linked to my promo code. But if you go play these best ball mania threes where there's $10 million in prizes, $10 million, go play. When you go play these best ball mania threes, this dude is going Kenneth Walker in round six and seven, and it's wonderful. It's glorious. It's absolutely unbelievable. League-winning potential. And if we're all in there scooping up Kenny Walker in round six and seven, I think one of us is going to win one of these big prizes. And I'll be so proud of you guys if one of you from my community wins first place, which is $2 million over at Underdog. If you go to thefantasyfootballshow.com, click on the Underdog banner, and play these best ball mania threes is what it's called you can enter as many times as you want it's 25 bucks to enter use promo code smitty or click the link at the fantasyfootballshow.com so we can make sure we know you came from my community but first place is two million second place is one million there's prizes all the way down the way but they're literally paying thousands of dollars all the way down to like 470th uh, place i think so you have a chance of winning a a big amount of money and to win like two million dollars or one million dollars for first or second place can you imagine and i think there are identifiable players like kenneth walker that can help us get there as a community to win at least one of the big prizes like somewhere in that like top 200 overall range where somebody's getting paid thousands of dollars because Kenny Walker's getting on his horse and going to the moon to the moon Kenny Walker 
you are 100% Smitty approved and are absolutely a running back sleeper in 2022. Rashad White. God, Rashad White. I love Rashad White. I love that Leonard Fournette is so overhyped right now. Leonard Fournette showed up overweight, dropping footballs, yet people are still drafting him in the second round. The second round, 2.12. In our mock drafts, we have a, a few people fighting with me time and time again, calling Leonard Fournette worth it in round two to three, in the turn area of two to three. No way. I wouldn't draft Leonard Fournette in round four. It's not that I don't like Fournette at all. If he fell to the right value, like there's a line in the sand. I'm just never going to see it. I just, it's not that I don't like Fournette. I just like DK and Waddle and other players so much more handfuls of players where Fournette's going. I like Kenneth Walker in round five or six more than I like drafting Fournette in round two or three. At the end of three, I'd rather take Kenneth Walker in round five and take DK or Waddle and get a wide receiver and then attack my running back later than to go down the route of having to get Fournette. And you can say, Smitty, why don't you just cuff Rashad White to him and then you're good? Hey, Bob, I got a better idea. Why not take DK Metcalf? I'll steal Rashad White and snipe him from you anyway, and I'm going to have the best of both worlds. I'll have Rashad White, I'll have DK Metcalf or Waddle pick your poison, and then I'll have Kenny Walker. I'd rather go down that road, Bob. Thank you very much. Rashad White, PPR monster, best receiving running back in the 2022 NFL draft class by far. You could go as far as to say, after a couple wide receivers, he's the best receiver, the best hands in the entire 2022 NFL draft class. In the top five, maybe. Throwing all the running backs and wide receivers together, top five. He's a taller version of Alvin Kamara. Watch his film. If you don't know what I'm talking about, you haven't watched his film. When you watch film on Rashad White, you are left scratching your head as to why other people don't see what we see, which is that he has top 10 potential. Smitty, you just like every rookie running back, don't you? You know, I do. I do like rookie running backs. I do. I don't buy into every single one of them. But Kenny Walker, Brees Hall, Rashad White are very special. And Algiers, the later, deeper grab, he's not locked into any kind of, you know, cemented guarantee. He's got a lot of home run potential, no doubt about it. Rashad White is coming for Lenny's job. He even said when he got there in Tampa, I'm not here to be a backup. I'm here to be a starter. And what did Lenny and Lenny Fournette's response? Rashad White, you're Smitty approved, buddy. Alexander Madison, of course he can win you a league, snag him in the later rounds. If he gets in there, he plays like a top 10 running back. Alexander Madison, Smitty approved. Ramondre Stevenson, love him. Harris will be the starter out the gate, but I love Ramondre. He's a big-time sleeper. Smitty approved. A.J. Dillon, sleeper. Look, Aaron Jones is now getting drafted in the 18 to 25 overall range. On the regular, that makes A.J. Dillon a bona fide sleeper candidate. And that's not to say Aaron Jones will fail. Personally, I think if the Green Bay Packers want to succeed, they got to throw the ball to this kid, Aaron Jones, 70 to 80 times, or give him 70 to 80 receptions, rather. So I think he could ball out. But A.J. Dillon will naturally be discounted because of the climbing value of, of Aaron Jones. Typically, a backup's just going to go down if the starter increases in value. So this is good news. Win league potential, top 10 running back potential, not guaranteed anything, but A.J. Dillon's committee approved. 
Uh, Damian Pierce is a pretty good uh, sleeper candidate. He doesn't have much ahead of him. He's going around like running back 50. I like him in Houston. Smitty approved. Khalil Herbert in Chicago, very, very deep. Uh, almost like cuff only for Montgomery owners, but in a very deep league, you may grab him and in hopes that he can get a, a couple of starts. I like uh, Khalil Herbert. Ty Davis-Price and Trey Sermon kind of cuffed together, uh, but Ty Davis-Price, I, I almost feel like it's a guarantee he's going to start a couple games minimum, and I like him between the tackles. I think they could move Mitchell to the Mostert role, 10 to 12 carries a game, and run Ty Davis-Price right up the middle, you know, 15, 18 times a game. Don't be shocked if this kid's starting a handful of games, half of a year. Smitty approves. Kyron Williams broke his foot. Now, that sounds worse than it probably is. Sometimes he can break a small bone in the foot, but we'll, we'll monitor him. But I like him a lot late, late, late in a big, big draft. Hassan Haskins in Tennessee. Why not? Smitty approved. Tyler Batty in Baltimore. Rookie running back. Look, Gus Edwards, ACL. J.K. Dobbins, ACL. Traded away Hollywood Brown. They want to run the ball more. Tyler Batty seems to fit the, the bill here. Smitty approves. Now, there could be a few more that I left out, and I'm sorry. Drop your favorite uh, sleeper running back in the comments below. Get on over to thefantasyfootballshow.com for all your rankings, bold predictions, my trade calculator, my one-on-one text advice, thefantasyfootballshow.com. If you buy a top-level membership of the Lifetime Variety, I will throw in two years of free text advice on demand. I carry around two phones. I got my main phone with me. I've got my work phone. And I literally, it's an actual line. I walk around all day. Yeah, I'll get milk, Miss Smitty. I got it. Oh, yeah, Bob, make that trade right now. Do it now. Take a lap. No, not you, Miss Smitty. You don't, don't take a lap. Order my text line at thefantasyfootballshow.com. And as I mentioned, over on thefantasyfootballshow.com, click this underdog banner that's linked to my promo code SMITTY. Use promo code SMITTY if you venture on over to underdog without my link. But go play best ball. Go draft these players like Kenneth Walker and and Javante and DK and Waddle and, and Burrow and all these players that can win you a league from these ridiculous ADPs. Go now. Play the 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 best ball mania three. It's twenty five dollars a team, and you can you can enter as many times as you want. Ten million dollars in prizes. We're all going to be lumped together. Once you make it out of week fourteen from your group of twelve that you draft with, it's like a mini season weeks one through fourteen. If you get first place through week fourteen, then you go to week fifteen to the to the qualifying round and the semifinal and then the final round. So your team could face off against my team. We're all in it together, trying to be the number one top place finisher. Two million dollar bag to first place, one million to second place. And, and prizes are in the thousands all the way to like 400 and something place. It's going to be phenomenal. Get involved. We're going to talk about it all year. Uh, I want you guys to share your best team that you drafted. I'll throw it. If I like it, DM me your team. If I like it, I'm going to throw it up on, on screen here. We're going to talk about it all year. Whose teams are looking good on, on the, the best bowl mania three? Who's looking like they have the best shot at maybe pulling off a win and getting the highest place finish of our community so we can brag about it? Go there now, thefantasyfootballshow.com. Click the underdog banner. Let's go. Oh, and you get a free phone call with me, 10 to 15 minutes. If you do it, show me proof that you did it, and I will dial you up. 
and get out of here. This is the Fantasy Football Show with your host, Smitty. Smitty.